Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Foley fam? We are back with another edition of the flagship Chick Foley Show. We got the whole crew on deck tonight, and let's start by introducing the stars of the show. Sheena, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm a little bit tired, but I got my iced coffee here to give me a, a little bit of a perk up. So, you know, hoping to hang with you guys until the duration of this show. It's, it's, it's past 930. It's almost 930. So it's past my bedtime. All right, fellas. So Sheena's <laughs> setting the bar for us. She's, her <laughs> yep. goal for this episode is to stay awake until the end of it. So <laughs> let's see how we do. Marco, what's happening up in the Northeast? Uh, nothing much. Hopefully, I'm hoping we can uh, entertain Sheena for the night and the show doesn't just go... Robust. Listen, so, I yeah, told, what are the listeners thinking when they're hearing the star of the show say, I hope I can stay awake till the end of this? No, because you guys I, are so I, boring. I told, <laughs> I fall told Seth, no, it's not that you guys <laughs> fall asleep. I mean, I could fall asleep in the middle of, I mean, just about anything. Um. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, man. Yikes. Shots <laughs> every hard. Damn. <laughs> but, uh, strays over here. No, but I was telling Seth earlier, I was like, you know, because I mean, we've been watching Succession, you know, we're like, you know, four years behind on um, starting succession. So we started succession and it's a really good show so far, but I just keep falling asleep during the freaking episodes. And it's not one of those shows that you can like, you know, miss the little nuances and stuff between the characters. And, uh, you know, Seth's always getting on to me like, why can't you just stay awake? And I told him my circadian rhythm is just so finely tuned with the rising and the setting of the sun that like once the sun goes down, my <laughs> body just automatically starts to shut down, dude. And before that first, you know, peak of that ray of sunshine comes over the horizon, my eyes are wide awake. So I can't help it. It's not you guys. It's it's not you. It's me. Yeah. So in case you guys didn't know, that was confirmation. I'm married to a psychopath. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jordan, speaking of uh, farmers, circadian rhythm bullshit, man. What's happening out in Nebraska? I don't know. But uh, circadian rhythm, I, I don't know what that word means. So I'm going to take it as an insult. So uh, don't ever <laughs> fucking say it again, Sheena. Like, I, I'm already over this episode. Sheena is telling us she doesn't know if she's going to stay awake for the episode. Now she's talking shit about whoever Circadia is. I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Speaking of which, Sheen, tell us what's new on the farm. Well, I have a brand new open air greenhouse. Uh, we had a open bay, an open bay greenhouse. Yeah. We had a wicked windstorm, which we'll get into here in a little bit, but yeah, we had a wicked windstorm um, come through and literally just I blew the doors, the doors off the place. The yeah. So, uh, and blew a few panels out. Thankfully, that's about the extent of the damage. Um, you know, some plants got blown over and our apple trees got kind of thrashed. But other than that, you know, no, we didn't lose power, which was key. There's still people out here in, in um, our area that are without power for, you know, what's it like four days now. So, Oof. yeah, very, very grateful for that. So it actually worked out, too, because it totally wrecked the uh, the power where I work at. So I've been working from home all week now. Yeah, that's a, a bonus. bonus. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, what, what, anything new with the animals? Um, not really, man. It's about to get freaking hot. So I'm making all the preps for, uh, the, the chickens and the, and the goats, you know, when you got livestock, you got to make sure when it's hot outside, you, you take care of them. Same with pets, dude. If you got your pets, I'm, I'm doing a little PSA here next week. Uh, if you're, you know, in or around our area, it's going to be like a hundred degrees. So if you have outdoor pets, 
bring them in, put them in the garage, give them some fresh water, make sure you check it on them. Don't just leave them outside to freaking cook, dude. It's inhumane. Don't be an asshole. Take care of your pets. All right, Sheena, tell them where they can find you guys on social media. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley show and follow all of our pod foundation brothers. We got at extra cooler coming down the aisle and the turnbuckle tavern. Yeah. Speaking of turnbuckle tavern, we're going to kick off the discussion this week with uh, AEW forbidden door. Before we do that, I want to remind all the listeners use code Chick Foley to save 10% at ringside collectibles. You guys ready to get into some wrestling talk? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, forbidden. We had a very interesting forbidden door experience. Pre-show was going great, man. She, uh, me and the kids were chilling on the back porch. We had the whole redneck Riviera outdoor theater set up. Sheena was bringing us some delicious local barbecue home uh, takeout. And about ten minutes before the main show was going to kick off, yeah, we had felt like a damn tornado come blowing through, man. Yeah, we had damn. everything set up. We had food laid out. Like we were like, you know, going to eat outside and everything. We had all of our food laid out. And all of a sudden, like you said, like tornado winds came through and uh, just started just wrecking shit. Like stuff was like flying through the yard, like, you know, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, it was only supposed to be rain. I thought it was gonna be kind of cool. We just got some nice ambiance for the show. Yeah. Uh, But it didn't happen, man. So and then also it knocked out the internet here. We -hmm. we, we kept power, but it knocked out our internet. So I was having to stream on my phone while Sheena was tending to the kids. So yeah, so I didn't even really get to watch Forbidden Door. Uh, The Forbidden Doors blew off my greenhouse. (laughs) So it was like, you know, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, is the goat barn gonna take off? Like, you know, what is, the, is my neighbor's trampoline going to come over into the yard? Like, so I was kind of distracted during during Forbidden Door. Seth was still streaming what he could off the, you know, crappy little bit of cell service that he had. So. Yeah, so I, I really didn't catch up until we got to the big two matches towards the end, man. So, fellas, uh, you know, fill the listeners in. You guys you guys got the, uh, the, the baton, man. What's the official take of the Chick Foley show on this year's Forbidden Door? You want to go I, first? I thought it was I, – I thought it was excellent. I mean uh, – these are always fun for me just because uh, I, I like New Japan and I obviously like AEW. So um, getting dream matches is always fun. Um, I thought that uh, Osprey and Omega, I, I mean, I, I can't give it a star rating because the star scale is broken because of fucking Uncle Dave. But dude, <laughs> I, I mean, this is like a if you're watching just a pure wrestling match like this is top tier. I mean, it's a, it's definitely up there. So. Uh, that match was amazing. Um, the more now that we've learned about uh, Brian Danielson and Okada, that yeah. Danielson was wrestling the last 10 minutes with a broken arm, which everybody kind of knew something was up because, I mean, he was he was really selling it. And I was like, dude, this seems like more than selling. Like something's got to really be wrong. And then when he, uh, he put on the last submission, he couldn't even use his right arm. I knew something was really wrong. So, uh Kudos to him, man. That match was really good. It wasn't my favorite match, but still a really good match. Thirty minutes long, so nothing to nothing to sneeze at. But yeah, yeah man, it I was, saw Bree post night. a picture of a uh, of the break on Brian Danielson's arm, dude. It's like a solid break, right yeah. there. Oh yeah, it's like straight up snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's looking like he may not make uh, the show in August. So. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I can't imagine you come back from something like that. Yeah, so uh, definitely got a lot of steam behind him making Okada tap out. That's a hell of an accomplishment, man. Yeah, I, I loved Osprey Omega. I thought they were painting a masterpiece. If I had one gripe, I could have done without Don Callis, man, being involved. It just yeah. seemed, it seemed beneath like it seemed, yeah, it seemed beneath the match, man. Like, well, how about you, Marco? Where are you at with Don Callis's involvement in that? Uh, you know, otherwise, just 
perfect 40 minutes of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they really didn't need uh, need him at ringside, kind of. I, I get it, you know, storyline, you know, him and Omega, all that stuff that's happening. But at time and a place, like, when they, you know, when he was removed the first time, he should have just stayed away. Um, yeah, he just came back with, yeah, like, just no, came back. like, there yeah. was, like, nothing. Like, so he like, didn't even get thrown out. Yeah, so I was fine with it at, at that point with the referee just, to, you know, like, remove them from the match. So I was like, all right, now it's going to be good. But then he, then he comes back. Didn't really, obviously, it didn't really ruin the match. But like, like you said, it definitely could have, uh, it, it could have done without him being at ringside. He really served no purpose in that sense. But um, definitely have to give uh, props to, uh, I mean, everyone's obviously giving props to, like, Will Ospreay and, you know, all this stuff. But, but people are forgetting it takes two to tango and uh you can't leave out the omega man dude that dude shows yeah, time in and time out that he's uh one of if not the best wrestlers on the planet he's like that dude you, had it, you had it right the first time one of <laughs> <laughs> i've seen a lot of uh he's, he's pretty good man well i've seen a lot For of the uh, putting a match on he's good yeah you, you get the uh the, all the obviously the seth rollins and Will Ospreay comparisons. I mean, yeah. God damn, if uh, if Seth Rollins doesn't pull off a match like that on Saturday, there's, it's going to be a shitstorm for him. <laughs> yeah, which he probably. Is. I mean, I, he does have the partner to do it with uh, with Finn Balor, but I, I feel like they're going to try to like not mimic that match, but try to like do the same thing. But I, I think it's going to fall flat. So I think they should just stay within the WWE realms, do what they need to do, and put a perfect match like that because. I, I feel it's going to happen and it's going to fall flat. You know, WWE just, it's almost impossible for guys to do like Omega and Osprey did because WWE puts a little bit of like restrictor plates on their guys, man. They're not going to let yeah. them be just completely reckless like yeah. that. Like, you know, when WWE does a big spot, it's normally like kind of gimmicked. It's almost like doing like a Hollywood stunt, you know, mm-hmm. like some of the, like yeah. taking that tiger driver on the back of his head, Dude. some of the airborne yeah. stuff while Osprey Oof. was doing the, just, you're never going to see that stuff in WWE. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the spot that really like took like, like really blew my mind. It wasn't even like a crazy move like that. It was when Will Osprey had, uh, Omega by the head. And he was just slamming his head into the, uh, the announce table. Like I've never seen anything like that before. Like usually like you put your hands up, and like you know, they're bouncing off and stuff like that. He's just like literally just like grabbing him by the back of his head and just repeatedly slamming his head off the table. I was like, yeah, they can't. They're not doing that. The the, the, the CTE slam, dude. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, dude. Like he was not. Like, Omega wasn't blocking any of those. <laughs> any of those. Slams, I do got to get on my uh, my kayfabe corner soapbox real quick, man. This is twice in the last couple months that we've had extremely high profile matches. See somebody get ejected. And then come back with no consequences, yeah. man. Yeah, the ejection, right? yeah, the, the referee ejection has always been kind of sacred in wrestling, dude. Yep. Like that's something that you know it carried weight. If you saw somebody get the big like Major League Baseball umpire style ejection out of the ring, they were gone, man. And you could kind of like check that off the box in your mind, like okay, this mat, you know, this person is not going to factor into the finish. Um, you know, I know it, it happened a couple times. Like before, the ref was but- like out you know what i mean then they come back in but yeah. it's like if the ref is like at you least know, solo the ref was distracted yeah. i don't know like yeah that should have been an immediate dq for exactly. will osprey on uh on sunday night obviously that would have sucked this is the ending but i don't know dude I, I feel like we need to um we need we need to protect the uh the ejection man because that's yeah. something like i said it just always mattered man i feel like it's been very few and far between when i see people get kicked out like that and then then still come back mm-hmm. um jordan we'll give you the final word man forbidden door 2023 was it better than 2022 I think so, mainly just because of that Okada, or sorry, Osprey and Omega match. I just, mm-hmm. 
Dude, it, it's really hard to compare that match to anything for me. It was just amazing. Um, I think we got to give some flowers to Orange Cassidy as well. Oh, uh, man. Him, Zach yeah. Sabre, Shibata, and Daniel Garcia put it down. For an 11-minute match, man, it seemed like they were going hard for the whole 11 minutes. So, mm. yeah, dude, Orange Cassidy. I mean, dude, I, I think there's a, a legit argument to be made about Orange Cassidy at least being a finalist for Wrestler of the Year as of right now. Oh, yeah. That dude is. I agree. He is putting it down. Like, he, every he's match, one of the best wrestlers in the world, man. Yeah, dude. Every match he does is entertaining. And I know a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but I, I've seen people that bitch about like what he does and things like that and the hands and pockets thing. I'm just like, dude, just watch this dude wrestle. It's yes, unreal dude. every time he gets in the ring. Dude, I've said it before in here. He's the most old school guy in the biz, man. He lives his gimmick 24-7, and everything he does in the ring matters, dude. He doesn't just do stuff to do stuff. The stuff he does, it gets reaction. He's over with the fans, and he tells a story every time in there, whether it's a big pay-per-view match or, you know, an eight, nine-minute match on on freaking Rampage, dude. Like, yeah, I, I think Arns Cassidy, like, he's not – he don't got the acrobatics of, like, a Kenny – or, you know, a Seth Rollins. He's not the insane athlete that Will Ospreay is, but I think you could make a case he's the best wrestler in the world, man. If you look at the total package, dude, like he's up there. I, I agree with you 100% on that, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, forbidden door overall, though. I, I just hope they keep building on this, man. It's, it's excellent. I was a little disappointed we didn't get Sasha at this pay per view. I really thought we were going to get her. Um, you mean Mercedes Monet? Whatever yeah. you want to call her. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I felt like. Hey, speaking of names, dude, is it really Zach Sabre? No, it's Saber. Uh, He's been watching Sabre. too much Office. Yeah, just I always Sabre. Sabre. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, dude. I was like, damn, did I miss that? Did he have a gimmick change? Because yeah. I was like, if that's the case, I've been saying this dude's name wrong for like eight just, fucking years, yeah. man. Just like I always say, say Will, Will Ossipray. It's, it's I say Will Ossipray too, man. Yeah, that's just, it's just more fun to say Ossipray. But yeah, I, I, I thought maybe Zack Sabre Jr. had done some like heel gimmick or something <laughs> where he started making a fancy Yeah, you don't remember when Aaron name. and... Um, yeah, I remember the reference now, but I just, I wasn't sure, dude. You know, Jordan's much smarter on the, the international <laughs> scene than I am, so I thought I'd just maybe just ass out on this one. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I think that kind of closes the door. The forbidden door. Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to pick it up on that. Uh, Sheena's going to kind of run us down the card for this Saturday's afternoon wrestling, which is always is awesome. great. I'm so excited. Do a little day drinking. Probably, yeah. I'm thinking maybe we get like some chicken wings or something. And what are we going to do for uh, for grinds for Money in the Bank, Sheen? I don't know. Remember, Brick got invited to a pool party, a last oh, minute pool party. Oh, so it might party, be your solo. So, I'm yeah. going to get some Domino's delivered or something. Dude. Yeah, Brett, uh, Brett went to karate and, uh, you know, got invited to this little kid's uh, pool party. They don't live far from here. So we'll probably do like a, a drop by, let Brett get in and hang out for a little bit. And then we'll come back and catch the end of Money in the Bank. But yeah, I felt bad because the last time they got invited to this kid's stuff. Like we were out, we were out of town or something and I can't remember, but uh, yeah, they're super nice. Like, so I guess I'm going to take Brett and be the good mom and I'll be here watching wrestling. Yeah. Priorities. What a turn. Yep. Good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll kick off uh money in the bank with, I mean, the men's money in the bank ladder match. So we got Ricochet versus Shinsuke versus LA Knight versus Santos Escobar versus Butch versus Damian Priest. Versus Logan Paul, what what are we thinking, guys? I think I mean, I I feel like there's only like three contenders here that really even like could possibly end up with a briefcase. Am I wrong, or do you think? Yeah, who's your three? Uh, yeah, I think I Shin. Uh, I think Shinsuke, La Knight, uh-huh. and. 
Damian Priest. <laughs> what? Uh, I think Logan Paul's got a chance. I think it's nah. I think it's Logan Paul. I don't think Logan Paul is going to win. I think it's going to be Damian Priest, man. I think Damian Priest is going to win this thing. Um, I, I don't know. I got a couple schools of thought. One thing is kind of throwing me off the scent this year is I don't think any of these guys are in the ballpark of Seth and Roman right now. And I say that with all due respect to Shinsuke because uh, he could be, but just where he's at right now in kayfabe, he's not. Well, and, is this open for all the titles? Or well, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Triple, Triple H went out of his way to point out that they can cash in for the Intercontinental or U.S. title now. And both those belts have got a lot more prestige than they've mm-hmm. had in the last five or six years. So, I don't know, man. It's hard to say because you could totally see one of these guys winning and cashing in for one of the secondary titles. Yeah. L.A. Knight's so over, though, but I feel like because like, like they're, they're making Seth it day so- over, dude. I don't think he's over with the company. I think he's just over with the fans. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's what I was going to say is that, uh, like... I feel like well, I feel like all signs from the fans are pointing to like, oh yeah, LA Knight's gonna win this thing, dude. But I feel like the company's gonna back Damian yeah, Priest. It's, it's never really been great for those guys who just organically get over. Like I always go back to Rusev Day, man. WrestleMania 34 weekend. Look what it did New to Lynn Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Rusev was, you know, getting the biggest chance all weekend long and he never did anything with it. Um hmm. I don't know. I, I want to hear the fellas' picks, man, before I make mine. I'm still kinda I'm still on the fence with this. I'm going. Uh, I'm going either Priest or Paul. Although either either one of them are going to get it. Um, I only, I say Priest because uh, the obviously the company's behind him. Um, the whole Judgment Day thing and you know Rio with that title, him possibly taking another title. I can I can see him cashing in on Seth Rollins and taking taking the title from him. Um, I know it's kind of far fetched if you want to go like because they're not going to have a full match. They're not going to go like bar for bar and all this stuff. It's going to be you know. At the end of one of their matches, I, I'm assuming it's going to be Seth. He's going to be dog tired, and uh, you know Priest will come out the, with with Logan Paul. He can hold on to it forever until the next. Well, that, he has that to I show mean, up. That's my thing. Is like, yeah, he's not going to be showing up, and I feel like but you he know, WWE to. loves to loves to like be like, oh, you know, the money in the bank is you know they like to just make sure that you always know it's it's a threat, dude. And we all know that Logan Paul is not just going to like show up on some random episode of Raw or. Smackdown, or you know, but that's some intrigue, though. I think little pay per view. I think that's it with yeah, Logan Paul because you don't give it to Brock back in 2019, kind of yeah. similar deal, kind of like that. Yeah, where he, you know, we didn't even know you showing up that uh, like he was just announced for that Cleveland show or whatever. But like, I think it's, I think it's just if he takes it, if he wins and he just disappears, now you have the air of like, oh my god, is this dude gonna show up at any point in time? Up? Yeah. And cash yeah. in, whereas Damian Priest just seen him every week, so you know True, he's yeah. gonna do it. So my I don't heart's know. wanting uh my heart is wanting Butch to win <laughs> Pete Dunn awesome. and and cash in on Gunther. You know, Gunther ended oh. Pete Dunn's crazy yeah. UK title run, so maybe he could get a little sweet revenge. He could cash in the day before Gunther's gonna break Honky Talk Man's record for the longest IC title reign. And I think what we have to do too is since they open it up to all the titles now, we have to kind of like take ourselves away from the champ, like the, like the main titles and kind of go, Oh, okay. Now everyone, everyone has a chance of winning this, you know, yeah, it makes everybody bank. a threat. Cause yeah. Yeah. Like I said, if we're going world title, like, yeah. And then, I mean, really Logan Damian pa- Priest Logan and Logan Paul, Paul really the only two one, I, see. I, I don't even think Damian Priest, dude. Well, you know, he's been teasing some, some dissension with, uh, with Finn. So yeah. maybe that could come oh, into play yeah. if, if they depend on how yeah. this card sequence, we might see the men's get sorted out that night. I mean, Jordan, you're being quiet, man. What, what's your thoughts on the men's winning the bank this year? I thought the minute they announced Logan Paul, that was my pick to win, man. 
I, I, I don't think it's uh, any um, coincidence that he's in this match. I, I think that, that they are hugely behind him. Vince loves this guy. It's no secret Vince is back in the company doing stuff week to week. I, I honestly think it's Logan Paul. I don't. I don't even. I'm not even picking anybody else. There's there's no fence riding for me. It's Logan Paul for me. My thoughts on Logan Paul. I feel like he's a he's a red herring there to throw us off. I mm-hmm. think they're going to set up. You know, him and Ricochet had that amazing spot at the Rumble. I see them having you know some sort of dosy do this weekend also and setting them up for a big one on one match at SummerSlam to try to yeah. elevate Ricochet a little bit. Yeah. That's okay. That's my prediction for that, dude. I'm I'm going. Gun to my head, I'm saying Damian Priest wins it. Yeah. And it, and it ultimately leads to the downfall of the Judgment Day. I could see him, you know, maybe Finn Balor screws up his cash in for him or something. But I'm, I'm going Damian Priest wins, but fails to cash in the briefcase. You think he's going to cash in the... I don't know if it's going to be that night. Oh, I'm just okay. saying whenever he cashes in, I think it's going to be a failure. And that's going to lead to the end of Judgment Day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think Damian Priest, too. Um, you know, again, I think the fans really want LA Knight to win. But I think Damian... Yeah, which means he won't. So I think Damian Priest is is definitely taking the the briefcase. All right, final picks from you guys. Go with Logan. Okay. And Jordan, Jordan. Logan. Yeah, I already said. Jordan, oh yeah, Jordan's going Logan. Going that's Logan. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, we forgot to say we got to give a uh, tip of the cap to Marco, man. Along with his raw down partner, uh, J Bone, John Swallow, they both pulled off freaking a perfect, perfect card. Door now, did you guys? Right? I got to ask, dude, because you know you guys are recording every week. Did you guys like huddle up and say, you know what? You know, they're strength in numbers. Let's just team up and make <laughs> yeah. all the same yeah. picks, dude. And like. Mm-hmm. Scout it out because that you know Forbidden Door that's a tricky ass card to pull off a perfect one on. You know it's funny. No, it wasn't because uh, a lot of people are just going with like, oh no, Orange Cassidy's going to lose. He's fighting these three guys, and um, there's no way uh, Brian Danielson will lose against. Uh, I mean, or Okada will lose against Brian Danielson. So I just did the opposite. I was like, he's definitely going to win, and Orange Cassidy's going to continue to roll on and be the. You know, I, I don't know why people even like counted out Orange Cassidy as like losing that match because. He's been like put on bangers every yeah. week. Like yeah, that's I picked that, him. that's kind of uh but no the I think the the big one was the uh was the Okada uh Danielson yeah, match. Most people uh, people the, the Foley fam was lean, leaning heavy on Okada. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, get, everyone I mean, I know like everyone's on it. I know Seth, you know, I'm really a huge fan of of uh Brian Danielson, but you gotta admit that dude's a fucking one of the top yeah, wrestlers in the world, dude. No, you know what? Because I believed in him and I was rooting for him <laughs> against MJF at that Iron Man match. And as a babyface, he tapped out. You don't yeah. tap as a babyface; you was, pass out. That is true. Listen, I've, I've been a Daniel Bryan, Dan, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson fan <laughs> since like day one, and yet even that that even made me be like, "What the f?" Dude, if yeah. you're a babyface, you either nap or you snap, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't freaking you don't. You tap. don't we, tap, he yeah. snapped this time just to make yeah. up for it. Yeah. He was like, you know, <laughs> he broke, was like, "Hey guys, <laughs> I broke my arm. I'll, I'll go ahead and snap." Yeah, to, let's just forget what happened before. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think that yeah, I just went the opposite on a lot of the uh, of the picks. Um, Cole, I think I had Cole winning, but obviously he didn't. Uh, Make it to the to the forbidden door. He was sick. Quotation right. marks. So we're gonna move on to the women's money in the bank ladder match. Hey, speaking of which, did you guys see? So Adam, or not. Cole, sorry to interrupt you, but he just made me think of it. Adam Cole missed uh, Saturday with uh, illness, and then Britt Baker got pulled from Dynamite tonight because of an illness. Somebody needs to go check on uh, you know the the first couple of AEW. Yeah, I mean, it, would, it makes sense. You know that's how viruses work. You know. <laughs> 
All right, go ahead, Fauci. <laughs> Gross. Don't ever. Um, we're going to talk about the women's money in the bank ladder match. Zelina Vega versus Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Bailey versus EO versus Trish Stratus. Becky wins 100%, and I think she's going to do the called shot cash in on Rhea. I don't think she's going to do the sneak attack. I think we're going to have huge match at SummerSlam yeah. with Becky against uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, they had a little face off, um, which makes me believe that like that's definitely a possibility. Mm. Um, I don't know. I was kind of going for EO though. I think you know. I love EO. The- I think EO's arguably the best women's wrestler in the world, man. She's she is crazy talented. So I wouldn't be mad at it, but she feels kind of cold right now. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm going with Becky too for the uh, for the women's ladder match. What about you guys? What do you What are your thoughts? I was gonna go Trish. But I think uh, George is going Trish. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. You don't know anything. (laughs) Just. uh, But yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah. I'm going to go Becky, too. I think just that interaction that they had on Raw. um, Her and Rhea. It definitely was kind of like foreshadowing something Mm -hmm. that's going to happen. So we go with Bex. Big time Bex. Jordan, you, you going with your girl? Oh, absolutely not. Dude, <laughs> the fact that she's in this match is surprising to me. I mean, I would like to see her win, but dude, I think Io is actually gonna win. I I, I get the Becky. See, pick. that's what my gut is telling me, dude. I, but I, I think g- Becky's already Becky's already got a shoe in. Like, she doesn't need the, no, she, the she, money. She's in the gonna bank, wrestle right? Rhea either dude, way. I don't think. That's, we, see, that's my thoughts. And, and dude, like we were talking about LA Knight, I feel like they want you to believe Becky's going to win because of the face-off that they just had on Monday night and stuff. Uh, That's, mm-hmm. I think EO's going to win, dude. They, I don't know, man. I, I get that she's not uh, like on a heater or anything right now, but I her, think... But she's got a lot of stuff going on with Bailey. I think that, that could really cause some... That could some, lead to the damage yeah. control. Bailey's already kind of losing her little, you know, her her hooks on EO and Dakota. Yeah. And, uh, See, yeah, Dakota, that was my so. whole reason for picking EO is I think it's really going to just lead to the destruction of damage, like damage control. And, you know, maybe we'll get Bailey versus EO. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely think I'm when I looked through this, I Trish, like it, it would make sense. I mean, in, in a sense, it would it would make sense. But, dude, she's not. I, I just don't think she's pinning Rhea. And I, I don't know, man. I, I get it. She could do it after a match, but I just, I don't see that. But dude, EO, it seems like it's time to heat her up and get her back to the top of the card where she belongs. Cause I agree with Seth. She's easily, if not the best women's wrestler on the roster, she's in the top three. So I, I feel like that one makes the most sense. Cause usually they want to do um, somebody that they want to put back up to the top of the card. So I, I just think it's going to be her this time. Mm-hmm. All right. What about Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio? I think Dom wins to just be go from being the most hated guy in wrestling to being like one of the five or six most hated so guys. So I in would the world. love he's gonna be up there with like Vladimir Putin after uh, <laughs> I would oh, love man. to see it. <laughs> wow. I would love to see it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Because I mean, dude, no. Cody cannot lose to Dominic. No, dude. no, 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 no. Yeah, I think it's gonna All happen. Right. Who has been conspicuous by his absence since uh since Night of Champions, mm. the Beast Brock Lesnar, yep. we have oh, not yeah. seen him. I, you know, they're not going to do a huge show in London yeah. without Brock showing up, dude. Brock's, Brock loves to, to get his international paydays, dude. Yep, and they're tied up one to one now. Yeah, I think Brock, Brock wasn't is even gonna, on my radar. Yeah, I think I think Brock's going to fuck Cody over to set us up with like, you know, 
Motor City Death Match or whatever they call it. Some sort of, you know, <laughs> the ultimate freaking, you know, feud killer. Motor um, City Mayhem. SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know Cody's going to be in a big match. So, yeah. Yeah. Motor City Mayhem. Man. I think it's going to be some <laughs> sort of crazy, violent match. Maybe Hell in the Cell. Who knows, dude? But I think we're going to get Cody and Brock one more time at SummerSlam because mm. they need a rubber yeah. match. It's one-to-one right now. So. Yeah. I say Dom wins with the assist from the big guy. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, that's good for both parties. You know, I think that, like you said, it sets Cody up for a big match at SummerSlam. It doesn't hurt it Cody. Just, it, Cody's yeah. bulletproof at this point, honestly. It uh, get, gets Dominic, like you said, even more heat. Uh, yeah, he he's already, he's already talked shit dude. about yeah. how, you know, he won with, with no help all by himself. He beat the American Nightmare. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm picking Dom. I'm, uh, yeah, Dom. With, with you know, with the reminder that Brock's lurking out there, I think I'm definitely going if with Dom. If Brock's staying on the ranch in Canada... Dom's getting his little ass whooped, yeah. but if Brock is in the, uh, if Brock makes a trip across the pond, he's going to make sure Cody takes that L. Right. What about you boys? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with, uh, I'm, I'm Dom. Team All Dom. Right. Dom Dom. Jordan. I will Dom, never Dom. in my life pick Dominic Mysterio to win a match. <laughs> Jordan's Ever. not a Dom. Dude. Ever. Ever. He's, he's a sub. Not a Dom. No. He's a sub. No, I am not a... Dominic <laughs> fan, I just I, I don't get it at all. It's I the dumbest dumb, thing, dude. I love. I don't Dominic, really get it either, dude. dude. I, I, I crack up it. at it. I, I don't. It. I don't. I don't know why. Just all wrestling fans decided, hey, you know, we're gonna boo the shit out of this guy. Yeah. But how awesome is it, dude? <laughs> it's not. That's how, how cool if you were Dominic. How- I thought, yeah, I, I'm with you, Jordan. Dom's not my cup of tea either, man. I thought once that initial storyline with Seth Rollins played out back in 2020. He's got a little bit of talent. I'm not going to say he's like garbage or, or anything, dude, but I thought they should have sent him down to NXT for a couple years and then bring him back up. But, you know, he's yeah. in the fast lane to the freaking uh, the main roster, I guess, man. I, the only time I've really been super entertained by him was uh, that first promo he did after he got thrown in jail over over oh, Thanksgiving boy. weekend or whatever. Yeah. Dude. But, yeah, that was pretty good. Have you ever seen that video of uh, – I, I, I'm not sure what, what match it was. Uh, I'm not sure if it was – it definitely there was a crowd in attendance it wasn't during the pandemic but uh he goes back and Vince McMahon gives him a hug and like have you ever seen that video and he tells mm-hmm. him some shit like he's like he tells Dom like he's like most most people um in this business work years to get the reaction you got and you got it tonight you should be proud of that or something reactions, like that. Man. and I'm like yeah. I think I think it's just a tribute to Ray dude how much yeah. people love Ray yeah, you know because that turned you know his Ray's son turned on him just made him nuclear man mm-hmm yeah, and then I, th- I think pairing up with Rhea Ripley really gave him the extra heat, dude. I think it was just, I don't know. I think people America's just couple. love to hate Dom because people just love, yeah, exactly, because people love Rhea Ripley, dude, and they hate to see her with Dom so much, you know? Like, it's it was the perfect combination. Well, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody that you know is like a piece of shit and they're with like just a sexy-ass chick, dude. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's infuriating. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. Moving on, we got Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. I if Damian Priest wins Money in the Bank, all bets are off. I could see because Seth, you know, similar to Cody, Seth's bulletproof man. And my, you know, my brain is telling me he needs to have a pretty decent reign to just establish this new championship. But yeah. at the same time, it's a brand new championship, so mm. like, you know, who the fuck cares? They could just hot potato it. Um, yeah, so I think Seth would win, but if Money in the Bank happens first and Damian Priest got that briefcase, I am going to be very, very nervous watching this match. Yeah, and it would make sense. You know, Finn could use the whole, like, you know, you basically cost me my title, so I'm going to cost you your title when he won the Universal Championship. Yeah, like you know? say Seth, Seth could beat Finn, and Finn just jumps him and beats the shit out of him to set up a cash-in or just anything, man. I, I 
I got a funny feeling of, you know, I don't think it's a lock that Seth is leaving London with the championship. Yeah. I can see a scenario where, you know, uh, Damian Priest wins. Um, depending on, obviously, it depends on when this match is going to happen, right? Uh, whatever the main event match is going to be. But uh, Damian Priest wins, and that match does happen afterwards. I can see a scenario where Finn Balor does win, and then Damian Priest cashes in on Finn Balor. That's another that's another scenario you can go that'll also yeah, create that totally. dissension between uh the judgment day. Judgment day. I think they need to have that men's money in the bank match needs to go like first or second because yeah. we don't yeah. have there's no women's championships being defended on this show. You know, you just got the none of the the singles mm-hmm. women's belts, anyways. Um so I think having that, you know, if you already got the Mr. Money in the Bank floating around backstage, it'll add a little bit of intrigue to this Seth and uh and Finn match. Yeah, I'm still going with freaking. I think uh I think freaking and freaking. Yeah, I think he's gonna freaking for the weekend. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna freaking for the weekend. <laughs> Jordan, what's your pick on this one, dude? Yeah, I'm going Rollins. I just, man, if they really take the belt off him a month after he wins it, I don't think that sets a good precedent for this that's title my at thought, all. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, it just seems really weird to me that they would do that. But it is WWE, and they've done weirder yep. things. So. Seth, dude, they always fuck Seth over. He's in the Randy Orton spot, man, where it's, they feel like they can just do anything to him, and he'll still be over no matter what. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, you know, as a, as a long-time diehard Seth Rollins fan, I'm kind of just, like, completely numb to, to the way they book him. All right, moving on. We're going to go to the women's tag team match. We got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler uh, against Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> I think the whole match, the whole reason this match exists is for Raquel Rodriguez to turn heel. I think Ronda and Shayna win, and yeah. everybody loves Liv. I think Raquel is going to get frustrated and uh, attack the returning Liv Morgan yeah. after 100%. the match to put her back in her spot as a heel, yeah. which I think she's going to have a nice little run as a heel. Also. Yeah. I don't think you have to be, you know, an Oracle to see that one coming. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Ronda and, uh, Shada have, they have double XP right now. Cause they just, uh, come, they just, uh, they're undisputed. Tag they're team. Tag team dude. Now, so. They're, they're, they're a legit tag team too. You know, for the longest we've yep. just had random, you know, women just partnered up, man. And we, we finally got a real tag team again with the belts. Yeah. All right. Um, Gun, uh, Gunther versus Matt Riddle. Mm. Uh, I think Gunther's going to retain. Yeah, it's yeah. Be a I, I think this should be a glorified squash. I, I think used this to is going to be like right, you know, before the main event. Yeah, right? I officially sold all my Matt Riddle stock. I've been I've been talking Riddle up for years. I thought he could be a huge main event star for them, but I'm kind of off the Matt Riddle train. I, I hope Gunther kicks his ass. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Everybody on board with Gunther yeah, in general. So. All right, and finally. We got some bloodline civil war action happening. <laughs> the bloodline Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos. Hey, call me crazy. I got a wild idea. Oh, oh boy. A I hologram? think Jimmy's going to turn on Jay in this match. No, I think Jimmy wow. is going to turn on Jay in the swerve. What, what the would cinch. be the, yeah, what would be the swerve though? What's I the- mean, it's going to be definitely going to be one of those things where like, it makes sense if you don't think about it too much, but I just think, you know, Whatever, you know, Roman and Solo got their hooks back in, or Roman and Paul Heyman, excuse me, got their hooks back in Jimmy and influenced him. And, you know, I think all the stuff that they've been promising Jay that he turned down, you know, it'll come out that they promised that to Jimmy and Jimmy accepted. And I think we just stacked the deck on Jay Uso and we see Jay going, you know, one versus all at SummerSlam, dude, Jay versus Roman. So, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Jimmy is going to turn on Jay Uso on Saturday afternoon. <sighs> <sighs> Fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I don't hate it, but... I mean, that would make Jay so beloved and make yeah. people hate Roman and the rest of them even more. I, I think either that or if they if they don't want to go with the swerve, bro, I think I think Roman and Solo, you know, cheat, get, get it. I think they end up brutalizing these guys, though, man. I think yeah. it's going to be violent. I think it's, like I said, it's going to be brutal. And, and I think Roman and Solo are winning one way or another. Yeah, I think Roman and Solo are going to win, too. But like you said, I think it's going to be some backhanded, you know heelish way and they're going to beat the shit out of Jimmy and Jay for sure. Yeah, I think so. A lot of isolation. Definitely probably uh, pick apart Jay during the mm-hmm. match. Not let Jimmy get in at all. Oh, yeah. Bloodline? Unanimous? Yeah, I, I think Bloodline. Dude, I think there's an outside shot that Solo turns on Roman in this match, honestly. I could see that too, dude. I think that too, man. If we were a little closer to Mania, I could see it, but I think I think the Roman trains roll until Mania, dude. That's why I think I think I think Solo's gonna ride with him. But it, I wouldn't be shocked. That would make sense, man. But dude, just p- let me paint this picture for you guys, dude. Early in the match, like, you know, five minutes in, Jimmy goes out with a knee injury and he's gotta get stretchered out, you know, and Jay's going one on two, hanging in there courageously. Jimmy finally, you know, stumbles back out. 15 minutes later just to turn on Jay, man. I just feel like that would be crazy, dude. Uh, mm, maybe crazy. maybe it's too much of a, too much like late era WCW stuff. Swerve yeah. Swerve safe, yeah. But. You know, something- Seth, Seth keeps trying to capture that high. Every time something crazy happens <laughs> with the bloodline, Seth's trying to like top it for the well, next pay-per-view. I just want to see Jay be the biggest underdog possible when he finally beats Roman. Yeah. And you dude, think I that would, that's going to go all the it. way to WrestleMania? See, I, no, Jay's. I think Jay and Roman's happening at SummerSlam, dude. I yeah. think. I, I don't know. I can't. I mean, they could end it at SummerSlam, dude, but I don't think so. I think it's going to Mania. I think. I think Jay's going to have just a really a damn good showing and come up just a cunt hair short, and that's when Roman will roll on to Mania to go against either Cody or maybe Seth. I mean, if you I read, just, if, I, if if you read the dirt sheets, it's looking like uh, Seth is supposedly the one that's going to be dethroning. Roman. Yeah, I've I've heard that yeah, there's been a there's been a pivot backstage towards Seth from yeah. from Cody. Which makes which sense. Would so, be then, so then they're gonna have they're gonna definitely have to take the belt off um Seth because then it's like, oh yeah, he's the undisputed champion again. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a situation. Happen. I think so. He'll yeah. lose the belt at some point before and then, the end then, of the year. Uh, yeah, then um Seth's just going to be carrying around four belts, dude. You know, he'll have uh, Roman's two Raw, the Universal and World title, and the new Gold title. I feel like Seth and Roman would be better, dude. Even though it's, you know, I feel a little bit bad for Cody just fucking him over like that, man. But if Cody and Roman go up against each other again, you know Cody's winning that time. Yeah, Uh, true. Unless they really just want to fucking piss everybody off. I feel like Seth and Roman, they are never going to be able to capture that moment again that they have with Cody. Yeah, there's no way they're getting Roman. him that high. They're, they're, again, he's dude. never like that. That is like his mountaintop. You know what I mean? They're, he's never getting back there. Will he become the champion? Probably. It's not going to feel the same as if he would have won it at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns that night because yeah. it was just the energy was there, the 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 build, the hype, everything to finish the story. The whole thing. Was Seth there. and Roman would just be so much more of a richer story, dude. Yeah, I mean, you could, sense. if you really want to trace it back and go, I don't think WWE's booking it this deep, but this whole character Roman has now could be traced to when Seth betrayed him. And that's why Roman's so manipulative, manipulative and emotionally abusive now is because he wants to keep, you know, all of his squad in line because 
you know, yeah, the last Seth time he let, him. yeah, the last time he took his eyes off Seth and yeah. Seth betrayed him. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I feel like Seth and Roman would be insane. Think, just think about the freaking video package that we would get for Roman versus Seth. You do a whole Seth, documentary dude. before yeah. the match, dude. Oh, like, yeah. Definitely. You probably yeah. will, dude. But yeah, yeah uh, I'm excited for this show, man. Like I said, it's definitely going to be. Uh, we, you know, I've made the comparison before. Forbidden Door was like, you know, your Oscar award winner for Best Picture, whereas Money in the Bank is going to be like a Marvel, like yeah. summer popcorn flick. Um, both mm-hmm. great, but they're going to be totally different. But you know, the good thing is the wrestlers they watch this stuff too. We know they watch the AW shows. They're going to be motivated to go out and try to top what they saw this past Sunday night for sure. All right, you guys got any closing thoughts on uh, Money in the Bank before we move to some figure talk? Nope. Nope. Moving on. All right, we'll do the uh, beverage break, then we'll get into some action figure talk. All right, it's time for the weekly beverage break where we tell you guys what we're sipping on as we pod. I'll go first. I'm drinking what I think may be the single most refreshing beer out there. Corona in a glass bottle with a uh, with a slice of lime. Nice. Sheena, what are you drinking since you're staying sober for like the fourth pot in a row? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm drinking a decaf coffee uh, with a little raw cream, a little Monday um, night raw cream. A little, yeah, a little Monday night raw cream. Got an egg yolk whipped in there, um, and uh, and a little bit of organic cane sugar, just a little bit. Give it a nice little touch of sweetness. Jordan. I don't know how I follow that, but um, <laughs> I'm drinking a Fog. It's a Northern Lights edition. It's a double dry hop, double India Pale Ale. It is from Abomination Brewing Company in North Haven, Connecticut. It is. What's uh, the ABV on that, bro? I'm, I, that's got to be like a 8.2 or something. 8.6. Right? It's a burner. Yep. <laughs> that's what I can do. Some of those Imperials, man, like. I like especially if it's not super bitter, man. If it's not real hoppy, it's I'm, I feel like I'm almost drinking liquor on some of those. They're so boozy, man. Yeah, this one is uh, this one's very boozy, so it's good though. It's it's really good. I stopped at the liquor store a couple days ago and just picked up like five single cans. Um, I always grab the the cool looking cans, they're always IPAs, so yep. real burners. Yeah, I uh. The, the Imperial IPAs, that's one that I always kind of like pause a little bit. It's got to have like a really, either a really nice can or a really good description for me to get it just because those things will get you fucking bombed. This quick. one's not an Imperial though. It's a, it's just a double dry hopped, uh, double India pale ale. Nice. Uh, Marco, what are you drinking? I am drinking, uh, a beer or IPA, I should say from, uh, White Lion Brewing Company, uh, in Springfield, Massachusetts, called uh, Fresh and Fair. So it's a New England IPA, uh, not not crazy six percent, not 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 eight percent alcohol. It's actually uh, it's really good. It has a tropical taste to it. Sheen, how long are you going your sober streak right now? Um, I don't know. Or did you have a margarita? You had a margarita last time we went over swimming at the neighbor's house. Huh? Yeah, I had a margarita when we went to the neighbor's house, but yeah. <laughs> can we tell them about the pool party story What's from memorial the- day weekend oh, sure. we were Definitely, so yeah. we'd been working out in the yard like doing stuff all day and everything you know sheena she's always a busy body and uh we were going to the neighbors for like a little cookout like <laughs> swimming deal afterwards and uh i got i was getting you know me and sheena were both getting the kids ready it was just a little bit just a little bit of chaos like a really busy day around the house right just a lot of shit going on 
and Sheena didn't really feel like getting all the way ready and getting in her bathing suit and stuff. She's kind of wanting to just go down there and, uh, you know, and what she had on. And uh, I was just kind of laughing. I was like, what if we get there and you're like the only one not in the pool? Yeah. And right before we left, I was like, I was like, ah, I should just go put my bathing suit on just in case. And I was like, ah, fuck it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I was just laughing. Like, you know, what if, what if you get there and everybody's in the pool and it's just awkward. You're the one person not dressed for it. And we kind of laughed it off because, you know, you know, a pool party, there's always like it's like 50 50. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we get there and it's like fucking 16 people already there. Every damn one of them. Everybody. The pool. Is <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, we're walking up. Every single person is in the pool. There's nobody sitting in the cabana chairs or you know standing up at the yeah. grill or you know get somebody out of the cooler literally everybody's <laughs> in the pool and i'm just looking at sheena laughing like this is about to be awkward <laughs> as fuck for you but did i make it awkward was i nah, not you the were smooth? cool yeah, yeah. you're just, and, a social butterfly so and she could have played it off i saved the freaking day dude like uh you know the, our our friends that were hosting the party dude they're like freaking jan and michael at dinner party dude they don't start like <laughs> cooking the burgers and shit till like midnight you know <laughs> we're just like all sitting there like starving to death well i had cut up this like delicious fruit tray and brought it down with us so I like brought the fruit tray out and everybody, I was like, saying started migrating out of the pool. Yeah. Everybody started, started migrating out. Of the, we were eating fruit in the pool. Like we were, you know, everybody was just, you know, diving in. So yeah, I, I, I would argue that I saved the pool party. Swimsuit <laughs> or not, dude. Yeah. I, I don't want to pivot from this, but why don't, do you, my friend does that. When we go to his, he, he does like, you know, like the, you know, Memorial day weekend barbecue, do labor day. Yeah. But he goes by a schedule and he waits till like, like dude at the end of like the worst he i don't know what i'm like dude just there's like a million people here like we don't want to eat like chips and shit the whole time like i have hosted some of these guys think they're a fucking hibachi chef dude even if it's just like burgers and dogs they want to wait till they got a full audience for their up man in that grill yes i i've hosted tons of parties at this point dude i always have like whatever i'm making is like ready to go when people show up exactly if it's not you gotta at least have some quick bites yes i like i I might be putting the finishing touches on something dude but i'm not gonna like hang around and like chit chat and like do all that for three hours and then get up and like cook food for everybody like absolutely freaking not dude like i just one i just don't like my guests sitting around hungry waiting on wondering when we're gonna eat and two like i don't want to be up doing that shit while everybody's like socializing you know what i mean like what i, I want to be able to socialize too so i already have all the shit ready to go oh. um but yeah our we had another friend like that jesse was kind of like that too dude jesse was like they would they would just hang well into they'd the invite night. you over at like five o'clock and be like yeah we're gonna like once you get there they'll be like yeah the food's gonna be ready at like nine at like nine o'clock yeah they'd be like dude. all right yo y'all come over at five <laughs> luckily it was always a good hang but usually you're like just drunk out of your mind yeah jesse jesse and glory were always super chill to hang with but yeah like you said by the time the food gets out you're just like god dang dude, i can make you <laughs> starving. A, i can make you a jordan wells guarantee if i show up at your quote unquote party and there's no fucking food when I get there, I'm fucking rolling. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't a party for me, man. Like, dude, if you ain't got food and booze, you might as well not even be having a party that I'm invited to at this point. Like I don't I don't play that game. Like, dude, it it, when when I get invited to a party, that's under the assumption there's gonna be food ready to roll when I get there. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm totally cool to bring something too. You know what I mean? Like I'm totally like if everybody just bringing stuff, like that's cool too. Like you don't have to put on a, a, a five star meal for me but just make sure that like if we're out drinking and like hanging out and stuff there's some like nabs there for us you know yeah bro i got no Gotta problem picking up three pizzas on the way if you ain't ready to eat like <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just telling Preach. you right now there better be something for me to eat when i get there <laughs> When it's that yeah. fucking hot outside and I'm drinking that much, I got to have some kind of food or something to make sure I don't end up passing out at eight o'clock yeah. at night. And shout out, shout out to one of the best episodes of The Office ever, the dinner party. That's 
a classic. So cringe. Yeah, it's like it makes my skin crawl just even thinking <laughs> about it, but it's so hilarious. All right. You guys ready to get into some figure talk? Oh, yeah. All right, it's time for the figure four. This is where we discuss the latest in wrestling figure news and any of our new pickups. I want to remind you, this segment is brought to you by Ringside Collectibles. Use code Chick Foley to save 10% on all your purchases. All right, so we had a little bit of figure news. Uh, a lot of it came out today, actually. They, Mattel released the the June reveals on WWE.com. Saw some new Ultimate Editions, or at least the MOC pictures of them. Uh, Marco Jordan, did you guys see these yet? Yep. Yes. All right, so we'll kind of just, I'll, I'll call them out and you kind of just give me thoughts. So we got the Ruthless Aggression, Rob Van Dam. I mean, it's it's a great figure, dude. RVD figures are awesome. Like, just all his colorful um, mm-hmm. attires and stuff. Like, you can't go wrong with an RD, RVD figure. And that's the gear from if One If I Nights. had one wish, I would have wanted to have the ECW World Championship, too. Because when he won that belt mm-hmm. from Cena, he, he yeah. was the double champ, right? Wasn't he ECW champ at the same time? Uh... I thought he was when he won it in 2006. Hmm. I don't think he was. No, yeah, I don't think he was. It was the money he cashed. Well, he didn't cash in. He did the, uh, you know, call the money in the bank, uh, cash in, and then they had that match. So I don't think he was a champion. Hmm. See, I thought he was the, uh, I thought he was double champ. Oh, well, either way, I guess I'm wrong then. Yeah, I guess it's a perfect figure. Uh (laughs) But yeah, pretty cool, man. I don't like it as much as the Ruthless Aggression Elite we got with like the black and green or the Tiger Stripe Elite. But yeah, yeah that's I mean, that's the only criticism I have is like it's black and red, which is cool. But I, I mean, feel like they should have yeah. saved like the Tiger Stripe attire. They for, needed some brighter attire for this ultimate Yeah, especially edition. with all the stuff he's had. Like mm-hmm. this does look great. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like RVDs wore some crazy stuff that they could have grabbed. You know, let me get a dragon or like a yin yang or something on it. I guess he does got the dragon, but let me get something more oh, than just black I thought that and was red. A crawfish. You know? Wow. <laughs> it kind of looks like a crawfish. I mean, it kind of does. If you look at it. A crawfish on his <laughs> you never funny. know. RBD's fucking crazy, dude. He's not even from Louisiana. Hey, uh-huh. so so just a little bit of backstory. So June uh, June 13th of 2006, the title was revived by WWE for the ECW brand. Van Dam was awarded the title by Paul Heyman for winning the WWE Championship. Ah, so he got it after the fact. Yeah, he so wasn't a champ walking. He was yeah. double champ, but it was kind of kabuki esque. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I knew someone was like, I knew I'd seen pictures of him with both belts, man. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was just like a photo shoot deal, though. All right, uh, the Brock Lesnar. So, you know, Baby Brock, Ultimate Edition. Little Baby Brock. I, I'm not in love with this one, man, just because I kind of prefer Elite Articulation over the Ultimate Edition Articulation, and they just released that updated Elite um, just last year. So, I think I might yeah. actually be passing on this one. Yeah. I, I, it is it is kind of weird, you know, seeing him without the uh, the sword tattoo as well. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's bare chested, but it really is baby yeah. Brock. Um, so it, that's it. Kind of takes you back. You're like, holy crap! He did. There was at one point in time where that there was a time, yeah, where he that wasn't, sword wasn't there. He so, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with you, Seth. It's a uh, it's a it's a no for me, dog. In the in the words <laughs> of Randy. One I know we're all getting that we saw MOC of the individual figures from the Undertaker and Gobbledy Gooker. Oh yeah. man, too bad, yep. dude. Beautiful. These are, these are crazy. I'll buy every iteration ordered. of the Gobbledy Gooker that they'll put out. I love that we're getting you know the modern Gooker head and the classic ones. Probably the yeah. least accessories we've ever seen come with an Ultimate Edition figure, but it doesn't matter, man. That, that thing's going to be yeah beautiful, and that Undertaker's awesome too. Yeah, Undertaker's mage. 
All right, and then I thought there. Oh yeah, and we saw the Usos. So, what do you guys think Usos. of the, uh, the the you know? I really don't even want to call them the Usos, man. I think it's just another sign that he needs to be the guy to take down the Tribal Chief. Uh, Jay Uso is getting his own ringside exclusive two pack of Ultimate Edition figures. Yeah, it's mm. the it's the J and J Uso pack, <laughs> <laughs> like J and J security, look, except it's the J and J security. I think they look I mean, different. I, I don't think they look. Dude, they look slightly different. They Maybe tweaked it a little bit, man, but not much, dude. They still both look like Jay Uso to me, dude. I mean, they they, they are twins. that same figure. That's <laughs> I'll show you. I they, mean, but they're not identical twins, though. No, That's they're the not, dude. No. The box is crazy, dude. Like the outer box that they're both coming in is insane. Let me see but this. look, there you go, Sheen. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, that I, looks like two Jay Usos to me. See, I can say, I can see the, I can see yeah. the differences. I, think it's, I don't know. I mean, I have a I have a twin mm, trained eye for me, so it's a. Dude, they, 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 the I think they did a little bit of tweaking from those ones we saw at that yeah. weird thing at Hogan's Go down shop. It. Uh, nah, dude, it, 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 it's a Jamie Uso and a Jay Uso, like it's, it's a Joshua yeah. and a Jay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of difference, but yeah, dude. It, if you just saw that much. one by itself, not side by side, and I was like, is that Jay or Jimmy? What I would, would say, say that's Jay. Yeah, exactly. And that one, that's Jay. Like they're both Jay, dude. It's like, oops, all Jay. But wait, which one is supposed to be Jay? Hold on, <laughs> the one with the longer hair. That one, the long one, hair that one is the, Jimmy. That with the one's half Jay. The one with hair. bangs. The one, the one with bangs is Jimmy. The one with no bangs is Jay. Yeah. See. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, he's. Got I can the see. Yeah, the longer hair in the back. Yeah, with the. But I don't even remember of, Jimmy's hair really being like that. I don't dude. remember like, him having Jimmy's the hair bangs. Is though, always right? kind of just. It's been, kind of been the same all these years, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, he hasn't had the same hair. He's he's had long and kind of short, and I don't ever remember being super short, dude. Not like Jay did, dude. Like yeah, Jay no, it wasn't a really totally short. He's always had long. Uh, Jimmy always had like the longer hair. Yeah, and I look feel like even it, on the back of the box. Look, you don't even got that hair on the back of the box, dude. Look, look at the picture. There, that is Jimmy Uso. I, I know that's what I'm saying. He never had those bangs like that. Yeah, and he's think. got like the mullet. Like, look, he's got shaved sides on that one. Like, yeah, he didn't have that hair. The good thing is. The figures, you know, the Jay Uso looks incredible. The Jimmy from the neck down looks incredible. And the good thing about Ultimate Editions, it's easy to do head swaps. So you got to figure that Mattel's heard enough bitching about it. They're going to give us a proper Jimmy sometime down the road. So probably just grab it and throw throw that uh, that head sculpt on there. But I do think this is going to end up being the definitive, um, you know, Bloodline Usos, man. Like, I don't know. I, I love these figures, even aside from it being Oops All Jays. <laughs> oops All Jays. <laughs> Did you order these, Jordan? Because we're about to discuss an Ultimate <coughs> Edition figure that you didn't order down the road. Yep, I sure did. Thanks. I'm glad <laughs> we could talk about this now. Really fucking All right, thrilled. and one last thing I wanted to discuss. Ruthless Aggression figure. Somehow, the, we when most of the country hasn't even seen Ruthless Aggression 3 hit the pegs yet, Ruthless Aggression 6 is starting to hit shelves in some places. The, the final set of this. So, I'll you know, I put it in the Facebook group today, but I'll pose a question to you guys, man. Between... The figure selection and the distribution, is this the worst line that Mattel has ever put out? Yes. Yes, probably. The I, worst I line? Yes. I haven't seen any. I think when you combine it with the distro, I mean, I didn't I don't really love any of the figures that have been out, dude, but the distri- you know, and then the distribution's been horrible. Awful. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any ruthless aggression figures at all. Like not even like one. So where do you think they are? You think they're I just think they're like letting up in like big lots and ollies and dude, shit? I think they're oh, up in Canada, want. man. I think Walmart's got a thing where they send a bunch of like rejected stock to Canada. That's how this one 
eBay seller got, got the, at least like five or six dozen cases of the Harley race the Harley set. Race, yeah. Yeah. And for you, and he was smart. He would never throw them all up at once. He put one set on there at a time. And when it would sell, he'd throw another set. I mean, he yep. had that thing going for like two and a half years. Yep. There was constantly one set from the same seller in Canada. Like he probably made 60,000 bucks off of it. He selling all these freaking figures. Man. Hey, so, remember that time that that lady got that pallet of the chief J strongbows and you got one. And <laughs> sold it? I Ouch. do. Same oh, really? Man. That lady didn't know what she had, dude. She could be sitting on a freaking beach in Costa Rica right now, man. You didn't know you had Pennsylvania. Can you? Yeah, clearly. One lady in Pennsylvania had every Chief J Strongbow figure, man. Insane. But, uh, can, I, can, can they reject, uh, can like Walmart stores reject uh, shipments? Like, hey, I'm, not sure take mine does. I'm not sure. So the way I think there's, so the way Walmart stock works, it's not as automated. They have like a buyer for each department. So if you have somebody just asleep at the wheel, um, they may just not be buying these. And then, you know, the stores get the planograms and that's what determines like what pegs are up. And I think if there's, I think there was just a situation where for whatever reason, a lot of stores never had ruthless aggression pegs. So the figures weren't getting ordered. Cause I don't uh, think they're short packed, right? None of these figures are like, mm-mm. none of them are super desirable, right? Like we're getting a first time in the line, Tory Wilson. That's probably going to end up being like the, you know, the most historically significant figure from this whole line. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, it's just I, I wish Walmart would never get get an exclusive line again, man. Target's been killing it ever since Legends yeah. came back in twenty twenty. Yeah. I got no beef with Target. Dude. Target they get yeah. those figures in, they get them on the shelves right away. Well, they, they turn successful. their shit around. Yeah, especially but yeah, Walmart's been a mess, man. I mean, yeah, I don't know, Jordan. You're there. In the, what are you seeing there in the in the in the Midwest, man? With these, dude, I've I've only seen the first two series on pegs. That's the only two I've seen at all the WalMarts around me. The Walmart by my house, whoever orders the uh toys there that dude's sleeping at the wheel he's like an 80 year old dude they just now put out like a bunch of christmas funkos last week from last year i'm like dude what do we got going on here they still haven't put out the the roman pack with the t-shirt in it and i know they have it in the back somewhere that's been out a long time yeah dude they they never put out cody or bam bam like those never went out at the walmart by my house I don't. The, the other thing I'm opposed to. When was the last time you saw a new Superstars figure at a Walmart? I know, dude. It's horrible, None. man. They're already shipping. There, you know, you can find up to Series Five on Walmart, but you can't get past Series Three there. I think. So Target, from what I gather, man, I think Target kind of has a little bit more automation, and every every Target's pretty much the same or pretty similar on the distribution. Where the WalMarts, they just vary wildly. I think there's a lot more human input on it because. I know like the Walmart out here by our house out here in Oakland in the sticks, like it sucks, dude. We have like 15 top picks, Randy Orton's clogging up the pegs and a bunch of basics and like nothing. But there's a Walmart by where I work at that whoever the buyer is there, like they are on it, dude. I see not just wrestling stuff, but like the Nintendo figures and Minecraft. Like every time I go there, I'm seeing like new shit I haven't seen yet, man. Like they're on it, like ordering the new stock when it becomes available to them and putting it out. So you know, it, that should at least give you some hope. If you got a handful of Walmarts within driving distance, like, you know, you could, if just because one sucks doesn't mean the next one is, but they all suck. But yeah, I, I, dude, I'm, I'm really dreading because I think even though Ruthless Aggression was a little bit of a dud for me, I think this Monday Night Wars line that they're getting next is going to be fucking awesome. And I got to imagine it's going to be the same thing with the distribution on them. 
Yeah, it's it's not good. Dude, one thing I'll say about Target too is if like a figure sits too long on the pegs, they just clearance it out. They have yeah. they have no shame in clearancing something out down to ten bucks. Like Walmart, uh, that shit'll set for years, dude. Yeah, yeah, they don't care if they're on like Elite forty five and Elite one oh three is coming out, like they're just gonna leave it sitting there until it sells. I still see that Elite like eighty six Candace Lorray on the pegs yep. at our local Walmart, dude. Like who's gonna come in and buy that? Candice LeRae. <laughs> Maybe by, by the time they sell it, their kid will be old enough to buy it. All right. And we want to do a quick live review sitting right here next to Sheena. Jordan, please stay in the line. We have the <laughs> Ultimate Edition Logan Paul. Okay. First of all, looks awesome. The box is like super loud, kind of obnoxious, just like Logan Paul. Um, yellow and black. Got all these pictures of him windowless of course so Ugh, you uh repug, yeah even i'm not even an MOC collector. yeah pretty pretty repug i hate hate windowless packaging even though i'm like a you know a sustainable eco nerd like this just makes me it's actually more packaging that's the thing with it's the like boxes. with the two it's, boxes it's not about the cardboard though it's about the plastic i know but this i mean anyway yeah honestly they don't give a shit it's just yeah. a check in the box to say they're doing exactly something. exactly that's what, that's what it I was is a say. really I nice box. This, this looks like a, so, a premium figure. Yeah, so he he's got the little his little quote says, "I am the table." Um, the box that's inside of the ship, like the actual like you know MOC box, is really cool. This would have been a cool package all on its own. I don't even know what shape this is. You um, know what's the killer about not having the bubble? Also, if you want to get this thing autographed, dude, where are you getting it signed at? I guess you could do like a tiny signature, like on that top panel there. But you just you'd have to do it right here on the side on these black. Still going right the feng shui is going to be off on that. Yeah, though. the feng shui is definitely going to be off. But yeah, you, you guys don't are have using a, way uh, too many big words tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> feng shui, circadian rhythm. Um, the the jacket, everything, the gear looks incredible. The only thing I will say, obviously, they don't have the Pokemon license, so they can't do the the Pokemon card and the necklace. But we already got to order in. If you want to make your Logan Paul, take it from from great to perfect. Hit up Curb Stomp City Custom Decals yeah. on Instagram. He is putting together a a tiny little decal. Are you gonna? Have to, it's just a sticker. All you gonna have to do is just peel it and stick it. Um, right on, on there, Logan so you'll Paul. have the uh, the Charizard uh, illustrator's card that he wore at WrestleMania 38. Yeah, even like even if you didn't want to do that, even if you were an MOC collector or like you know semi MOC and you just like cut the tape and looked at it, it needs to have something. Like there needs to be like some gold or some silver or they something. Got it. It's just like a white like, like a square. White rectangle. Yeah, yeah, white rectangle. That's a rectangle. That's not a square. Okay. Well, what shape is this asshole? That's like a Damn. it's just like a parallelogram. A parallelogram. All right. <laughs> um but yeah this is an incredible figure it looks just like logan paul um what are your thoughts it's excellent dude not a huge uh, it's missing the pokemon sticker and a mini prime and a mini prime dude if i could get a little mini bomb pop prime in there like this would be the candidate for figure of the year for sure like all three head sculpts look really really great it's love uh, the sunglasses one yeah super toyetic just cool figure man like if I, it's I, i'm looking forward to taking out of the box and playing with it I sunglasses tell it's removable. yeah they are yeah it's a great figure i'm sorry you guys don't have it they didn't order it. That's, not, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sorry you guys didn't if order it. If we have a listener, you got the Foley fam always rallies for us. Jordan is dying to get one of these. He passed on it. Mark, Marco, are you trying to go back and get it, or are you cool with a life without a Logan Paul? Uh, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm probably not as, like, you know, crazy about it as, as Jordan is, but, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and try to get it. 
So if we have one kind listener that won't rake Jordan over the coals, please reach out and we will help broker a deal between you guys to get a figure in his hands. If we have two kind listeners, reach out and we'll get the second one to uh, to Mr. Marchismo up in Massachusetts. Bring Logan but- home. Bring Logan home. Hashtag bring Logan home. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Overall, stellar figure, dude. How funny would it be if we told Jordan we scored him an extra one and just sent him and it was like a freaking Roman Reigns basic in the box? Yeah, exactly. Dude, we should just send send Jordan our box, told, I offered him that. I told him that today, dude, didn't I, Jordan? I texted him and said, do you want me to send you the empty box? Because he's MOC anyways. Put some tape on there. Or I told him, I was like, you know, we could send you the box and you can try to find a Lucy down the road for cheaper. But he's a purist, dude. If that tape is, is cut, he don't want it, man. I could retape it for you. <laughs> Actually, I couldn't. I scratched our box a little bit with my scissors. So you would. Hey, we just tell Jordan, like, hey, bro, we found somebody's going to hook you up. They're going to send it to us. <laughs> we're going to send it to you. And, but, you know, just tape it back up, make it look official. Yeah. Send so, more empty box. I think that's a, I think that's a, a, a friendship ender right there for. Uh, I think that's a friendship builder that yeah, we would go through all that trouble. Yeah. That we would send go through me that a trouble. Fucking to empty send box. Yeah. You know, I'm fucking driving around beating both of your ass. It wouldn't be an empty box. You, you would be, never know, though. You in your mind, exactly. it would be a figure, nope. dude. I'll yeah. Know. And instead of giving, instead of giving some stranger on eBay 200 bucks, you could just give your friends 100 bucks. You'll never know the difference. There has to be some, there has to be some like weight to it. It's going to be a there is weight. I'll put I'll put a basic. I will put a basic Roman Reigns in there. I got my little mail scale. I'll see exactly what this weighs. Yeah. I, make, I got the little fishing. I got little fishing weights we can put Dude, in there to make have, it match exactly. up. Exactly, and we have like we have a, a freaking box upstairs full of like giveaway figures that we use for our Foley family. We just stick one of those in there. Dude. Yeah, he'll and never know the difference. Exactly. Damn, Dude, the facts that you guys would even do that you to me, this? like the fact that we're even talking about this, makes me That's feel evil. like this is my last episode ever of the Chick Foley show. <laughs> that's like, evil. Well, I think he, we had a good does, run, man. I think that's what we're gonna call it we had a good run i think jordan jordan does have that ultimate edition cane that came with the mattel creations ring from us dude and he doesn't he doesn't he's know. never opened it up he doesn't know he what's doesn't in know there what's i'm opening it after we get off this show and i swear to god <laughs> if that figure is not in it. That's, that's content dude if we ever restart the chick foley youtube no. channel that can be the first video dude jordan no. yeah is it, no <laughs> i'm opening it right after we get off the air cane gonna be near is cane not in there <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if I open that figure after we get off air and it's not there, I'm driving down there tonight. <laughs> Where do you think we got this idea? Where do you think we got this brilliant idea to do this with Logan Paul? You're about to have another dude. fucking brilliant idea. It's going to be called picking your face up off the pavement. <laughs> you want to do that? You're our insurance agent, dude. Exactly. It just costs you money anyways, dude. We follow yeah. that I'm not a health insurance agent. I'm your insurance agent for your house and your cars. Neither one of those things is going to get damaged in this. Well, uh, don't put it past me to strike a match from this uh, this mofo. Wow, Pyromania! <laughs> That's here. this Jeez. is on air, recorded, everything. <laughs> Her name is Sheena Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's ready to get into uh, how many chicks? Oh yeah. All right, how many chicks is where we randomly select one of our 1,500 wrestling figures. It's in the Undertaker's casket, and uh, Sheena is going to unveil it. Oh, I f- forgot to get the uh, the drum roll on our soundboard. Oh, get man. This added real quick. The cane from the Raw is War Ring. Oh, 
Music's not 100% accurate. This is the Survivor <laughs> yeah. Series 2021 heel Bailey figure. Yeah, she's got her soccer mom haircut. She's wearing like her like queen, you know, Game of Thrones style headdress. I'm sending you guys chains. the, uh, I'm sending Jordan Marco, you guys, the the link from wrestling. The white database. blazer. The, the booty is wildly inaccurate. It's way too flat. Yeah, Bailey got a wagon. But yeah. Wagon Wednesday. Overall. Yeah, Wagon Wednesday. <laughs> Overall, this is a good looking figure. I mean, looks just like Bailey. No issues, right? One of only two heel Baileys that uh that we've gotten in elite form. We got that yellow one where she's killing the Bailey buddy. Yep. And then uh She still had the ponytail then, right? And then no. we got this one. Uh no, she'd already gotten to the short hair yeah, she whenever short she did that one, the mom the like call it, like the Karen cut. Mm-hmm. Sheena, do you remember this figure causing some marital strife for us? Did I when I lost the head dress? Yeah, yeah. we had done like I think it was back when we were still doing unboxing mania, <laughs> and um, it was late at night, and so I just went to bed afterwards. And the figures were left sitting on like either the fireplace or like the kitchen bar in our uh, our house in Virginia, and you had let Sissy like pick her up and play with her the next day, and she lost that crown somewhere in the house. Mm-hmm. And you were like, it's just that little crown. And I was like, dude, that's the thing that makes the whole freaking figure. Dude. Yeah. Like, but I found going, it. Did I, did find I not it. find yeah, it? You did find it. But. Yeah, we searched high and low and I found that freaking crown. The dude. thing that's weird about this figure. So the jacket Bailey wore actually had this like yellow print on it. And you could see it kind of very faintly oh, yeah. on the jacket. You see that? Like it's so faint. I don't even know why they bothered doing it, dude. I can't remember Let if it was see. like, I never like even a, noticed that. Like a lace style jacket or what? Um but yeah, it's very it's a very weird jacket because Patel usually doesn't do stuff like that. Yeah, because it I mean it almost looks like it's not supposed to be like that. It almost looks like you're like the the like color a cat is pissed like on her jacket or something. <laughs> no, but just like you know you know so, sometimes there's a that picture stuff, of like, the jacket. So see, it had like that oh, like, like kind of off white yeah. like embossed like detailing on there. Yeah, it was like got the um I forget. And what they what tried to recreate that effect, and it yeah. just yeah, it just looks like it's like yellowed. It just looks like the the jacket's like you know gotten old and kind of yellowed but uh marco jordan do you guys have this particular figure in your collection i do actually I have this, have one, this one all right it's time for the you guys got any thoughts you want to uh share on it before we go to the official rankings nope i think you touched on all of it the cat piss jacket all that stuff it looks great <laughs> yeah. it's cool like i said i think it's the best heel bailey figure out of the two we've gotten but yeah it's uh i don't know we'll save it for the rankings. Okay. so sheena uh actually i'll go first man so I will give this figure. I'm giving it a 2.5, dude, just because I think it does capture heel Bailey, but I don't really love the look of it. I don't like the jacket. I'm not the biggest Bailey fan, so I don't got a ton of like emotional investment in it. So I'm I'm going a little bit low on this one. I'm going 2.5. You want me to go next? Uh, we'll let Marco go next. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two uh, with this one. Uh, like you said, out of the out of the two that they gave us, this is, def- this is definitely the better of the two. Um, the yeah, like I said, the the jacket, the uh, the pea stain jacket. Um, not sure what the <laughs> hell is going on with it. Um, <laughs> uh, that headdress, yes, I've I've lost that countless times, and it popped up countless times as well. Um, uh, I I actually still have it. Uh, I have like an accessory uh, area where I have all my accessories. I actually do, still do have this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of a bare bones uh, Bailey mm-hmm. figure, and like you said, not not accurate as well, um, physically accurate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. If, if it had She's that, it would have probably figure. been a couple more points. 
but now it's a two. Yeah, right. J- Jazz Wars wouldn't have done her like that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jordan, what are you giving it, man? Um, yeah, th- not having the wagon is a major downgrade. That's like three points <laughs> off the figure. I'm gonna go one point eight. I just Whoa. wow, <laughs> that is the lowest rating that Jordan has ever given a figure on how I'm many not checks, a fan man. of this figure at all, man. There's just I, there's not much at all I like about this figure, honestly. So yeah, not not a fan at all. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, a two as well. I, I think the soft goods jacket was a total miss. I don't dislike the figure. I actually like the, the, the color of the gear is really pretty. I think the head sculpt and everything looks just like her. Um, but this jacket is just like, it doesn't fit the figure right. Yeah. It's like got this ugly Velcro closure on the front. It just looks unfinished. And we talked about the the yellowing on there. So yeah, it's that the jacket was a huge miss. Needed to be like a it, rubber pocket jacket. Yeah, that's the rare figure that I feel like if it was just her and ring gear, like I think it yeah, yeah, would have been just, a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, exactly. like the, the accessories kind of take away from it. So he ends up with a 2.1 at 13th out of 15 figures we've rated since we uh, reset the how many chicks grading scale. Um, the only ones lower than her was the first ever Bray Wyatt pop. That was like. He was kind of past like cult leader Bray. He was kind of just in like random super White long promo pants. Bray. And then the basic 118 know, Austin pants, Theory. So yeah. So Bailey is uh way down there at the bottom of the of the chick scale. Uh Sheena, we got any listener mail? Oh yeah. All right. First question comes in from the hidden gym matt carlos he says which pro wrestler best describes each host's energy hope that makes sense i feel like sheena should answer this for all of us yeah <laughs> for all of you we can't say yeah. what energy we have yeah, yeah we, we can't do that give us, give us no i'm not good at, i'm not good at that i, I come can, think on it and you can come back to it okay I, so we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that you be thinking about it and that, that'll be a cool way to uh to close the show yeah <sighs> okay all right because i mean if i'm picking i'm gonna be like well you know i think i'm a mix of like Bret Hart, Bruno Sammartino, and like oh 1987 Hulk Hogan. You know, no, I, don't, myself, so. I don't like this. I think you guys should pick for yourself. No, you're going to no, pick you... for us. All right. You know, I'm the worst. You got I'm... time to think of it. Okay. TNT says, will you ever do a, fo- a Foley Casino Battle Royal down the road? Ooh. Um, I don't know if it's possible, man. I think so. He's. I think what he's referring to it's is like instead the, uh, yeah, of doing the... The Rumble. Yeah, the 2K Rumble. Um on 2k23 doing it on aw i mean i I gotta check it out man i gotta mess with it but it's only four people in the ring at a time i just if they expand it and make it more comparable to the rumbles on 2k23 i'd be open to it but i just don't think it'd be as entertaining to watch tnt even though it is a good idea in theory sambro wants to know if y'all are picking up the new aew game i already got it man and i really enjoyed what i played so far so i know it's not gonna be um I know it's not going to be the same type of experience 2K23, but if you go into it with that expectation, there is a ton of fun to be had. Uh, Sambro also You going to let them chime in on there? Yeah. Oh, you jog it, did you jog it the new AEW game? I have not yet. I did. I got I, I Are you going it. to? I think so, yeah. Yeah, what about pretty, you, Marco? Have you got it, enough chance to play it? Yeah, I played it. I I wasn't aware that you uh if you if you face somebody for like if someone has a title and you face them and you beat them, you automatically win it. Even if you don't like uh because you know like on 2K you can set it as like a title match or not. Yeah, like if you beat somebody in exhibition, you can get your, your title. Yeah, you get the title. I was like, what the hell? But apparently I was looking you can actually have you seen the video of how many belts you can actually walk out with? Mm-mm. Yeah, you like, can get up to like you can do. They basically have Kenny's like belt collector. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like which is pretty cool. You have like five belts. 
So yeah, I think I'm going to have CM Punk win every single belt. Never walk out and then send <laughs> you, you the would. video of it. It's good thinking. Uh, Sambro <laughs> says, who in AEW does Brett the Babyface gravitate to? Sammy Guevara. That's his favorite, dude. He yeah. loves Sammy Guevara. He just, he watched some of the matches with the acrobatics. I think the kind of like punkish energy vibe, mm. um, I think is, uh, you know, kind of just resonates with the young kids who don't really, you know, they can't really see that the dude's actually just being an asshole. Um, but yeah, he loves Sammy Guevara. He plays with his figures. That was the the first match we did was Malachi Black and Luchasaurus. And I went and worked out and let Brett kind of just play by himself. And he was all Sammy. Mm. All right. Sambro also says, let me pitch this to you. An in-scale elite style figure line called Dark Side of the Ring, the controversial collection, set of four figures in each series, all from wrestlers focused on the show. Would you be a completionist? Who would who would be in series one? I would most likely be a completionist. I could see this being yeah. something maybe like Powertown would do. It seems kind of like right in their wheelhouse. Um, I think we could maybe each pick a figure from somebody that's been on Dark Side that we'd like. I I'll go first. I, I would love to get like an ultimate edition Marty Jannetty, man. Like Marty always has some crazy gear, was a really good wrestler. And I just think that'd be like super toyetic. Yeah. I want a Luna Vachon. <sighs> Great yeah, call. I think a Luna would be an awesome figure. Hmm. I'm going to go Dino Bravo. Or Jordan. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. You could have two head sculpts. You could have one like from wrestling and the other one from when the the Canadian French mob put like six bullets in his head. Oh That's what God. I was thinking. Dang, I was thinking like an, like an old death one. Like you could do a Chris Benoit, uh, Dino Bravo, Jimmy Snuka, and Owen Hart. In Brian set. Kilman. Just the death set. Yeah. Damn. Jesus Christ. I'm going. <laughs> well, y'all are y'all are dark. Since you guys. Marco's got to give his pick. Since yeah, you guys pick you, all Marco? wrestlers, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with someone else. A, uh, I'm gonna go with the Herb Abrams uh, that figure, would be cool. complete with the, with the UWF belt that you can fold and actually do the FU. Just say FU. <laughs> I got Dan Turnquist to make me that belt in figure form, dude. You could get Herb with like a, you could do a head sculpt with like you know Coke, like dripping down his freaking yeah. upper lip. And I was shit. gonna say you gotta have like a five pound bag of Coke in that. <laughs> Just a bunch of rails. Just ship it MOC with like a bunch of like white dust like inside with the figure and stuff. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Sam bro, Seth wants, he wants to know, is your phone in military time or normal time? It's in normal time. Even though I will say military time definitely makes way more sense than this AMPM fucking system that's been imposed on us just to kind of instill confusion in the masses. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely it definitely does make more sense. But I'll say you're one of the few military people that I know that like doesn't use military time in like a regular like conversation. I just like, never want to seem like a goober, dude. Yeah. I feel like no offense to anybody that does that because just have it. But I feel like you just sound like such a goober when you try to like I feel like most people that like know me, like unless I mentioned it, like they probably wouldn't even really know that I was like in the military. You know? Yeah. At times at twenty two hundred tonight, maggots. Yeah. We're going to be podcasting at 0530. 0530. <laughs> like, what? In uniform with a fresh shave. Yeah. What are you talking 0530. About? That's what they say. 0530. Um, the OG Fig Kid, Tom Montalto, wants to know, going back to an episode a couple of weeks ago where we learned of Sheena's tanning habits. Oh, of course Tom would ask this. This <laughs> is the on, Tom. Tom. <laughs> He subscribes to every single pro wrestler's OnlyFans. Like, if you're a female pro wrestler and you have an OnlyFans or a Fan Time or yeah. Pornhub Premium, fucking oh, slide in Tom's name. DMs. He will pay that eight bucks. Tom, a month you're a creeper, dude. Special access. <laughs> you're a creeper. He said, my, qu- my question, my question is for the Fig God, and I would like to know how he came across that information in the first place. Oh. <laughs> well, I've got cameras on the Phelps compound just in case they decide to torch the place. Like, <laughs> yeah. For 
insurance purposes. <laughs> and one day, uh, Shino's just out back. Yep. <laughs> Feet to the sky. <laughs> Heels, Heels to Jesus. Jesus. Heels to Heels Jesus. To Jesus. <laughs> oh. Yep, he's got the place bug, Tom. That's how he knows. Uh, Zach Hertzler wants to know, baked, fried, or grilled chicken? Fried. Fried yeah, chicken. Fried. Yeah, fried. yeah. Yeah. It, it's... There's, it's just not even a question. Fried chicken. Um, Sambro, what's your go-to snack in a movie theater? Uh, I'm actually not a big movie theater snacker, dude. My thing Ooh. at the movie theaters, uh, for whatever reason, I feel like it's probably just a nostalgia thing more than anything. Like, I always love getting, like, a Sprite at the movies, dude, because that's what I got as a kid. So <laughs> I always just get a large Sprite, and then I'll kind of just pick it, whatever the kids get. Oh, I love, I like all kinds of movie theater snacks. I, I definitely got to have popcorn. Love popcorn. I love popcorn mixing M&Ms in the popcorn. Um, and I taught that to my son, Brett, and he loves that now too. But also I really like to take Starburst in because Starburst lasts a long time. You know, you can like, they'll last throughout the whole movie. Like you can crush a thing of M&Ms like quick, fast, and in a hurry. But like, you know, Starburst, you kind of take your time, unwrap them, you know, you- It's a whole ritual. You savor them. Yeah. Whereas like- uh you know, other snacks tend to go a lot quicker. What about you, Marco? What's your favorite snack movie snack? Man, I'm not a, a, definitely popcorn, but I was always like a snow caps person too. I like I like snow caps oh. too. Oh. <laughs> I like oh. Dude, I'm 38 years old. I've never once in my life heard anybody be like, "Man, I could go for some snow caps." <laughs> well, you yeah, only you know. get them at the theater. I yeah, think you, you only, only get, them only get it from that weird house you went trick or treating at, dude. Like. <laughs> Dude, snow caps are actually pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah chocolate though. drop with sprinkles. You get yeah, those from yeah. the house of the guy that was looking at you through the fence while you were swimming <laughs> in the summer. Yeah, I'm going to that house and freaking racking up then. All right, exactly. Getting the snow caps. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? I'm a nachos or pretzel bites kind of guy at the movies. I, I'm not a huge sweets fan. I mean, I like them, but I, I'm more of a I want to get some sustenance in me while I'm sitting there yeah. paying eighty-seven dollars. We we learned that whenever uh, you got the the hot dog with the cheese sauce, dude, you made your genius NWA move. Always the, uh, ready, yeah, yeah, always ready with the the cheese. Like who like who even thought of that brainchild? You know what I mean? Jordan, Jordan Wells Jordan always through. ready. Yeah, Jordan Wells cheese drip. Always ready. When, when, when I asked for it, I, I wish you guys could have seen Seth's face. Oh, I can see his face oh, right now. I know God. what it looked like. Yeah. Dude, it was like the funniest thing ever. He just like looked at me like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Great idea. I didn't think that'd even be a thing. They didn't charge him extra or anything, dude. They just went and hooked it up. They, they drowned that motherfucker. <laughs> Doesn't play, them dogs were swimming, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Seth's got a dry dog. Uh, yeah. Sambro wants to know uh, what's some uh, what's some body type changes you'd like to see on elites and ultimates. So, uh, you know, my biggest like you know figure architecture complaint is something that's really been an issue like the last two two and a half years, dude. They've I think it's something where I don't think they like made major changes to the things. They may have just had them been something that happened at the factory, but it's like the either like that ball shoulder joint or this is specifically on elites that ball shoulder joint and like the upper torso where it connects like either the either like where the shoulder is got like a couple millimeters smaller or that ball joint got a couple millimeters bigger but it's like tight as fuck now dude like i have some wrestlers that like don't Mm -hmm. have you can't really do like the full range of motion with their shoulders i feel like i'm gonna like snap the torso in half or or snap Mm -hmm. his arm off trying to move the arms man um 
So if I had just one little like super, super quirk to complain about, it'd be that, dude. I feel like I've had a lot of figures, especially like the really muscular guys more than anybody else, man. I feel like it's a pain in the ass moving their shoulders around. Mm. Is he talking about just yeah. elites or just all figures in general? Elites, elites, elites or ultimates, ultimates man. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> ultimates, I don't know. If you like the ultimate articulation, like it definitely works. I'm I not mean, a it's huge not, fan, but. Not bad. I mean, this is definitely off the. Uh, off of that topic, but with the uh, like the unmatched and the unrivaled figures, like this, like the scales on them are pretty bad. Have you ever like taken like like say like the new Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson figure and put it against like his his like Mattel one? He's like a giant. He's like freaking Paul White uh, hovering over. Like it's insane. Like it, it's the the scales on most of the figures are they're not. And I, I think I'm just being really nerdy with it. And <laughs> I want my no, like the, dude, I, the scale like, makes it. That's why that's that's one of the biggest reasons why Mattel's the best figure line ever, dude. And yeah, AEW like they're all they're over kind the place. of just scattershot. Yeah, some stuff's really really done really really well, and then you'll have like a, a Mox figure that's like six foot ten. Yeah, it's insane. It's yeah, it really annoys me. Jordan, you good on Ultimates and? Um, I would have to like take the figures out of the He's box MOC, for me to so tell you. Oh, that's right. He has no idea. Me and what Marco could have been speaking thinking? Greek for the last. Yeah, yeah no. Was <laughs> I even thinking. He's like these things move. Yeah. Thanks for He's including like, me though. Jordan's yeah, like you're nerds. Oh <laughs> like, uh, well, I'll, I'll toss this one to you first, Jordan. Sambro says, "You boys, fans of mom jeans." I mean, I feel like you have to have the right dumper to wear. Be wearing mom jeans, like <laughs> True. I feel like if you're you got like a flat ass or something like that, like the mom jeans are a little unappealing. It just makes it look like you got from your middle of your back all the way down to your calves is just one one body part. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of mom jeans, but like I said, if you got a a nice turd cutter, I think it works. Yeah, yeah it I depends on the body type. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. Sambro says, what's a wrestling podcast you like that you feel flies under the radar? Well, we've shouted out a bunch on here, but I've never seen it get like widespread acclaim. Check out the New Generation I was gonna Project say New Podcast. Gen. Yeah. That's like, a good you know, we said it before, it's great. Three British guys that are super funny. Go back and watch from King of the Ring 1993 to WrestleMania 14. It's outstanding. Yeah, I, I I never hear anybody talk about that podcast. My favorite it's, podcast it's, ever. Yeah, I've I mean, it's been to it over multiple for like, times. It's been over like four years. But it's evergreen point, but content. Ev- everything is still on there though. Yeah. So you can go back if if you haven't checked it out yet, you could binge and have like your podcast set up for the next like three or four months. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I was at, you I was guys at, got any po- any wrestling podcasts that you got that are low key? Nope. Yeah, I was gonna say Raw Down, but uh, whatever. I mean, if you want to listen to that, <laughs> hey, that's it's. Check uh, out, yeah, check out the Raw Down. <laughs> yeah, uh, on uh, YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts over on the Turnbuckle Tavern feed. Sambro, what's a finisher or special move you wish you wish would come back? No one does the longest ride power bomb anymore. Would love to see a comeback. I don't know, man. I feel like as far as moves go, we're kind of living in like the peak era, man. Yeah. Like I can't really think anything off the rip, dude. Like Hulk Hogan's big leg drop does hit different, man. Like for a while there, like after I first became a smart, I was like, he used a leg drop for his finisher, you know, looking back <laughs> at it. But if you go back and watch, yeah. like dude got some fucking height on it. So I think a big man just using a, a high elevation leg drop like that could work. Not a big girl like Nia Jax. 
Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know, dude. Not to go sexist, dude. Like sometimes the girls just don't really got the athleticism to get the height, dude. Like the Damn. big girls don't get the height. Like Holt mm-hmm. got some air on that fucking leg drop. That's probably why yeah. his back's so fucked up now, man. So, and you know, it's such, such an iconic move. It'd be a little bit of nostalgia, man. Like if you know, you had you had a big guy that started doing the leg drop for his finish. Sam, bro, what's a good late '90s, early 2000s trend you would like to see again? No. uh no social media would be cool <laughs> or like no smartphones would be cool. Mm. Well, we wouldn't what? be doing this podcast if that was a thing. So, Hey, I think we would all be better off for, we would be doing we'd this be, podcast. Doing there, was still, AM radio show. there was still, there was still podcasts. Then. Gina, no, this, was, was ne- even pods, Gina, this would have never radio existed shows. if you wouldn't have created the Instagram. So no, we definitely would not have been That's, doing this. And we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't be friends with Marco with, or Jordan. We met Jordan through Twitter. We met Marco through like, Twitter and I. But we already know them yeah, now, so we could take that stuff away. We don't have to expand any further. You know mm, what I mean? How many movies have you watched, dude? You can't go back in time without <laughs> crazy consequences, dude. Yeah, so, haven't you ever seen the true. Avengers? Like, you're going to ruin the timeline. That's true. <clears throat> well, I'm not. He's saying a trend that you would like to see come again. <laughs> and again and again and again. <laughs> Girls in chokers. Yeah. Girls Whoa. in chokers. <laughs> wow. Interesting. That's really something. I think uh, we need to bring back, like, remember when Justin Timberlake was doing the blonde tips in his hair? Just Yeah, Frosty. Yeah, we need to bring that back. That was such a good look. I can't believe I made that happen in high school. It looked really Screw good. Justin Timberlake doing it. What about Michael Cole with the frosted tips? Oh, uh, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. What about that? Uh, do, 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 uh, what about bowl cuts? Is that a thing? Should that was that like back? early yeah. 90s. We don't ever need to bring <laughs> yeah, that back. Yeah, bowl cuts were the early, was the early 90s thing. Yeah, but it was the bowl cuts ha- had a big <laughs> moment. Yeah, I think um, the late 90s, early 2000s is already back, dude. Gen Z is like rocking all the, the late 90s, early Jinko 2000s pants. Like stuff. Yeah, Jinkos, Tommy yeah. Hilfiger, all that stuff came back with a vengeance so, dude, a, qu- so. a quick search brought back uh we need to bring back bandana headbands oh, sequins wow colored sunglasses layered that's already clo- back. layered clothing and sheer fabric that's so already like back all that stuff's already back i dude. feel like if you were really cool the bandana headband never really went out dude like, I don't remember that. That's he's just like saying that because he's still, he's worn a bandana headband <laughs> since the beginning of time. So it's like Frank Ocean, dude. Who's cooler than Frank Ocean? I like Frank Ocean. Yeah. Uh, what's the fanciest restaurant you've ever been to? It's got to be Sushi Sasabuni, right? Yeah, Sushi Sasabuni. We talked about it on here before. Yeah, super just fancy, a, yeah. authentic Japanese sushi bar. Yep. I'm gonna go 801 Chop House. It's in Omaha. It's like a really high scale uh, steakhouse. Steakhouse. That sounds fancy. You got to buy all the sides, like all a cart, and it's like twenty two bucks for a thing of mashed potatoes. Family style sides. They got lobster, mashed potatoes. They got. So last time we were there, I got a uh, wagyu tomahawk steak. Damn, yeah, that damn. that was a smooth two hundred and fifty bucks just for that steak, bro. That's God. cheaper than I was expecting you to say, dude. I was thinking you were gonna tell me that was like six, seven hundred, <laughs> and it yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're gonna get a steak, did like, you share or did you house that mofo? Oh no, 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 share, Sheena. I'm. Have you seen <laughs> me? Do you think I'm sharing a steak with anybody? Like a tomahawk's a pretty, pretty massive piece of meat. Dude. I'm a pretty massive piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Marco, fancy's restaurant. Uh, probably Del Fresco's. We do that every year. It's a the double eagle, Del Fresco's double eagle steakhouse. Uh, I think I spoke Isn't that where this. you go on your uh, anniversary, right? Yeah, and I think yeah, the the most we spent was this past year. It was like almost 
like four hundred dollars. Yeah, we we both looked at the check and we were like, uh, I don't think we I don't think we belong here <laughs> ever again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that. Yeah, we usually go there every year. All right, were any of you guys juggalos? That's our next question. I was not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a juggalo, but I listened to some uh, from some ICP back in the day. Look, I'll admit it. Yeah, for oh, those yeah. of you who don't know, juggalos are uh, insane clown posse marks. They go to the concerts and like get they wear all the makeup. The clown it's like makeup. a whole vibe, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a whole Fago, car full of fat chicks. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody was not loved in. ICP. There's this dude I worked with in the Navy that was telling me about one of his weekend escapades and this really nasty chick that he got drunk and banged. And he said, I woke up the next morning and he, he said she looked like a juggalo with her makeup off. <laughs> That's like the first thing. That, and this was in like 2008. This guy told me this, man. So this is like 15 years that this dude. story's been embedded in my mind off that one line. That's dude, great. Like a, she wasn't even, I don't think, she, I, to my knowledge, she didn't even know what a, what an ICP was, dude. But yeah, she said she looked like a juggalo with no face paint. <laughs> oh, Zach Hertzler, are, uh, you're going to a movie. Are you going to a movie theater or a drive-in to see the movie? I'm going to a movie I'm theater. streaming at home from yeah, my couch. Yeah, well, that's the... Ideally, yes. I'm streaming yeah. at home from my couch. Second, I'm going to go to a movie theater, but it's going to be like a bougie theater with like the reclining seats and like, you know... I do oh. want to take the kids to drive in sometime. We got a drive in in Memphis that, you know, maybe if it lines up, I'll take them. Cause I, I remember going to the drive in a couple of times with my parents when I was a kid and it was always a pretty neat experience. I have never been to a drive in movie. What? It's pretty fun. It's, it's not no, like the ideal been. way to watch a movie, but it is it's kind pretty of cool. and nostalgic. Yeah. It's just, it's just cool, man. Every once in a while. Yeah. My friend's parents would take us to the drive in with them like every other Friday. Um, if there was a non R rated movie, we'd go with them. But all I can ever remember is because they charged you per person in the car. And he'd always tell us, hey, lay down in the back seat and cover yourself with blankets so I don't have to pay for you little bastards. I'm I like, feel like the one we went to was always pay by the car load, man. This I, one was, I was per just, person. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I remember I watched Batman Returns, man. The uh, you oh. know the second Tim Burton Batman. I watched that at the, yeah, uh, the drive in. That's a good one. Brian Vermeer, Mattel Creations crowdfunding idea. Lego ring. There are four tiers, which would be wrestlers. Each of you pick a tier uh, of the wrestler and the pose they would be in. Can you uh, can you pose Lego figures? I thought Lego. I mean, just- let's just type how type or hypothetically here, right? I'll, I'll go with Brett. Give me a classic like 1991 Bret Hart Lego figure. I'm gonna go Stone Cold Steve Austin with like double beer hands, like you know, pouring down the gullet. You know, so you're like. Jeans and vest, Je- or like what's he wearing? I mean, like you know, post match, okay. uh, okay. you know, celebration, beer, beer celebration. Uh, what about you, Jordan? I mean, I'm going Ultimate Warrior. Obviously, it doesn't really matter the attire as long as it's Ultimate Warrior. So, yeah, Is he gonna be just ru- like in his running pose. Oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Or force. like, or in the gorilla press pose. Like any of those yeah. would work. Or with a line of coke out of his nose. I mean, <laughs> all of them would work. <laughs> Marco. Oh man, I think you got to go Macho Macho King, uh, with the uh, with the scepter and everything like that because you have like the little little, yeah all the accessories that'd be perfect. You know, if they were you guys just kind of sparked some inspiration in me, man. If they were going to do this and make it like a little mini like Lego arena, like we've seen that that Lego ideas thing that's been kicked around. Yeah, WrestleMania Seven would be a nice one. That show had a really nice aesthetic. Remember, it had those uh those red, white, and blue um like banners or like yeah. whatever you call those man, like hanging over all the rafters mm-hmm. and stuff. It'd be nice. You could do warrior and macho from that. 
All right, Sheen's got to go back to uh, the hidden gem, Matt Carlos question. Okay. Grand finale of the show right here. Which pro wrestler best describes each host's energy? So for Seth, I think I'm going to go with Mox. Because if you know anything about Mox in his personal life, he's a pretty like chill, low-key guy, Um, just family man. You wouldn't think he's like the lunatic fringe, you know, and uh, well, the lunatic friends that was Dean Ambrose. Uh, well, you know what I mean, dude. I Who mean, is Mox Dean Ambrose? Is, Mox is still, uh, Mox is Mox is still what, fucking like, unhinged. unrestrained violence or whatever. Yeah. That's what Mox is. <laughs> unhinged. Yeah. yeah, unhinged violence. Yeah, he went for yeah. lunatic. Yeah, he de- Seth is definitely not unhinged in any way, shape, or form. Mm. But uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you I know, he's a degenerate. I don't, think that, I don't think that makes him unhinged. Um, and then Marco, I'm gonna go with Keith Lee just because, like. He's a gentle giant, kind of calm, you know, and like, I feel like if I needed Marco to like represent me, I could send him somewhere to talk to somebody and I wouldn't have to worry about Marco, like, you know, saying no stupid shit or nothing. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel like Marco would be a good representative for, uh, for me if I had to send him out to talk about like the Chick-fil-A show or something. So that that reminds me of Keith Lee. And then Jordan, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns just because Jordan loves Roman Reigns so much. What a cop out of an answer. No, yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I think I, for Jordan, I would go with Solo Sokoa just because I think Jordan is like a loyal, like best friend. Like he's the guy you want to have like as your wingman, dude. Like, you know, if some shit's going down, like Jordan is going to be there like by your side. And I could totally see him giving. So what does that make you Roman Reigns? Samoan spike to somebody. <laughs> you're Roman, me and Marco are the, uh, the Usos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's whose energy I feel like. Well, wh- whose energy am I, Seth? Vince McMahon, tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> tyrant makes last makes last minute changes to the uh, format. Literally, that's true. Literally seconds that's before we're going true. on the air, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. if, any, if anything goes if anything goes sideways on the show, she goes into a freaking blind rage, dude. <laughs> that is not true. That's that's really and emotionally abusive to the rest of the other people on the show. I've never verbally or abused any of you guys. Mm. We were secretly even recording the last ten minutes before the show started in the last <laughs> couple of years, dude. I think we'd have some pretty big body of evidence to go against that. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. Well, thank you for that question, Matt Carlos. We yeah, that, that was a really good question, man. That would actually spark a little bit of a uh, bit of deep thought. Um all right, Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco runs the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Follow all of our Pod Foundation brothers, uh, Extra Cooler, Coming Down the Aisle, and the Turnbuckle Tavern for all the wrestling content that you need for the week. You can go to chickfoley.com, join our Facebook group. It's the best group on the interwebs. We have a lot of fun in there. 20 bucks, your wrestling talk and like your wrestling communities covered for the year. For the whole year. Yep. So good stuff. And, uh, and we figure hunt. So if you're out looking for something, you know, we, we're still out there pounding the pavement for we one another and four different sets of ruthless aggression figures. that could be showing up on shelves nationwide. Right. <laughs> right. Now. So a lot of wild ass stuff showing up. Yes. I mean, somebody found set series five and six today in the group. So if you want to join all the fun over there, just go to chickfoley.com. All right. It is a uh, trivia time. Did I forgot well, to we check. We didn't pick or, a number. Here, I'll pick the number real quick. Do you guys? Did I get the trivia question right last time? Yeah, it's you still guys you. Yeah, you did. It's still you. Okay. All right. I, I can't remember what the streak is at, which is good because that uh, that actually lowers some of the pressure a little one. bit. I think you're at. What you gonna say, Jordan? You're at two. Two. Okay. All right. So three makes a streak. All right. Hit me with it, Sheen. All right. At the 1995 King of the Ring, Savio's second round opponent was. Fuck. 
<laughs> All right. Mabel got a bye through the first round because Shawn Michaels and Kama were in a time limit draw. The Undertaker lost to Mabel. Savio Vegas, second round opponent in 1995. I really don't know, dude. For some reason, IRS is sticking out in my mind. Was it IRS? Roadie. Fuck, the oh, fucking road dog, damn. dude. That was yeah. a tough one. That was a tough question, dude. Yeah, fucking that was cut, tough. Man. 1995, I remember, though, I figured. I mean, but Savio, I mean, that was, it is a pretty obscure question. I remembered though. Mabel beating Undertaker, and I remember, I remembered, I remembered Savio and Mabel in the finals. I remember Mabel beating Undertaker, and I remembered Sean and Kama going to that time limit draw. That's my, that's the extent of my memories for the uh, 95 King of the Ring. One of the worst pay-per-views of all time, also. When she said 95, I was like, good God, might as well just hand yeah, him the trophy. That was in my wheelhouse, but I'm telling you, dude, that's the one. Uh, I've watched 1995 WWF probably 25 times in the you know the last nine years since the since the network's been out. The one show I always fucking skip, even a new generation hardcore like me, is that King of the Ring show. It's dreadful, dude. Mm-hmm. I think the main event is um, like Sid and Diesel, and it's just everything. Like honestly, Shawn Michaels and Kama time limit draw is the best match on that show. If that tells you how bad it is, there's a kiss my foot match between Bret Hart and Jerry, the oh, King yeah. Waller. Like, oh God. Yeah. You don't enjoy yeah, that match. It's a good one. I don't man. I don't dude. It's, I mean, it's funny, I guess, but I was joking. I don't, I don't like when Brett's wrestling the Memphis style, dude. I like Brett just doing his thing, but yeah, King ring 95. That's definitely in the mix for my worst pay-per-views of all time. It, it's actively bad. It's not just like boring. It's like, it's offensive. Mm. So thanks for that question, Shane. Brought up a lot of bad memories. <laughs> All right, Shane, hit us with some uh, closing thoughts as we head into Money in the Bank weekend. Everybody have a safe holiday weekend. You're going to be celebrating uh, Independence Day, July 4th. So just make Best sure. Best damn country in the world. Yep, just make sure. Sorry to all of our people, you know, overseas, our overseas listeners. Sorry, we love you guys too, but America's America. <laughs> America. America. Red, white, and blue. These colors, these colors don't run, baby. Yep. So uh, stay safe, uh, be smart, and call an Uber.